through here for the questions uh, to find for this week's episode of Two Cool Moms. So I thought I would take this opportunity to say hi to everybody at home and let you know about the importance of life insurance. <laughs> Leaving the loved ones behind is hard enough because your memory's gone. So you might as well leave them with money. Most people would rather the money than your disgusting personality. Thanks for listening to Two Cool Moms. <laughs> I'm Joe Gatto. I'm Steve Byrne. Thanks for tuning in. And Bye, here, guys. See you next week. <laughs> you got life insurance? You got your God? You got it for the kids, right? Oh, I got it. Yeah. yeah. My wife got it. Yep. And, uh, oh, do you have it on your wife? Well, your wife got it on you. Oh, that raises she a red flag. She got it flag. on me. Red flag alert. Yeah, I don't know that I have it on her. <laughs> you need it she more. She handles everything. I know. You'll yeah. need it more because you'll have to hire 400 people to run your life. If my wife... Bites it first. Bites it first. Yeah. I'm I paperwork. No, I, I have to go. To, how do I get in the computer? How do I, I do love, a, I love that the first like, thing he's worried about is the paperwork. Oh, Not of, losing yeah. the love of your life. It's like, oh, the paperwork's right. I, I'd definitely be sad, but I'd be like, oh, my God, how do I do all this? Like, I could do the taxes. I could do yeah. the bills. Like, when is the carpet? Like, what, what, what are our it? children's middle names? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know this stuff. Yeah. Uh, just all of it. She does. She handles uh, everything. Yeah. She's the best. Yeah. You don't do like PTO meetings? I could see you. What is a PTO? Like the parent-teacher association? Oh, PTA? PTA or PTOs? Well, PTO? Let's go PTO by me. Um, you don't do those? I could see you being getting in there and be like, look, my children need a safe playground. No, I, I'd be like, is that what, that's for your, so, okay, yeah, if you guys think that, that okay, sure, anyway. yeah, great. You'd be down the middle. Yeah, you guys are the experts. I got it. So you would be useless. Useless. I'm useless yeah. now. I'm going to have to concur. I come home. <laughs> I drop the check off on the desk. So you're not useless. And I take a nap. There yeah. Yeah, I, I, I pay for it. keep the lights on, as they say. I keep the lights on. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. And what I nap. But Jess, Jess works. And she makes... She works. She goes she to PTO meetings. She's she's doing it all. Yeah. She does a... Uh, not to put this out there, but she does like sleep consulting. So if you have a young child, you're a new expectant uh, parent... And your child is at that two-month, three-month mark where they're not getting sleep. Parents reach out to my wife, and she has a, an account, My Dreamy Little Sleeper. My Dreamy Little Sleeper. It's named after you. But that's what she does. Yeah, and I am a dreamy little sleeper. She 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 knows so much about sleep. Uh, obviously, she's seen my act. Um, but she uh, that's what she does for a living. She's she's had to sign NDAs for some very, Ooh, for very some prestige clients. We don't want to yeah. name drop, We're not name. but We're not you may say. know them as celebrities. Yeah, uh, Obama. I don't know. Anybody? Um, but but yeah, she's really good at her job, and, that's and great. she gets invested too because she. This is what I love about her. She, when she was a teacher, a child would break through with a test, whatever. She'd get emotional and cry, and she'd be like, "I'm so glad to That's see good. this." And and now I see it with her and the parents because she's always zooming, or she goes and visits them, and you know, uh, walks them through it. And when they have breakthroughs, she gets again emotionally emotional. invested, and she she cries because she really cares. Because yeah, I mean, you know, having kids, it's like those first that first year, that you're in a insanity. fog, yeah. an it's absolute crazy. fog. That's you really married a good one there. I mean, she's really bringing a lot to yeah. the table. Yeah, and she's white, which is like, oh my god. <laughs> like, yes. Glad you said it. Yeah. Yeah, she consults the kids. Jiggy. Oh, Jiggy, no. Jesus Christ, Jiggy! Please turn your microphone off. You think she's FaceTiming with two month old kids playing Goo Goo Gaga? You dumb shit. No. <laughs>
That's what Mike thought too. That's Mike what Mike thought too. too. And no. this is why you guys are behind no, the camera. She does. <laughs> newborn baby. I thought no, like to teach. Not to yeah, to a three-month-old baby. Yeah, she's communicating. So she tells the parents, gives them tips and tricks to shut that fucker up. That was the other name. That was the other name for the company. My yeah. dreamy little sleeper, or tips and tricks to shut that little fucker up. Dot org. No, she talks to the parents, gets them on Zoom, and gets them in into regimented schedule for the ki- but for the kids to sleep better. Yeah, for the kids to sleep better. But if, obviously, now the kids he are sleeping he's better. Putting the parents no, but that's, to sleep. But I, I, the same thing in a different way. But it's for the kids to sleep better, yes. not for the parents to sleep. Yeah, better. if the kids are sleeping, then the parents get sleep. Yeah, because parents know how to sleep, Jiggy. <laughs> You're right. Oh, poor Jiggy. Can we Jiggy, why don't you go to sleep? Yeah. My dreary little my dreary <laughs> little Jiggy. My dreary little sleeper. He's out. Good night. Speaking of which, do yes. you know that you, <laughs> you don't know this story, and I'm about to blow your balls off about this, and I got approached by a friend of ours, Jeff Johnson, who came up to me and he was like, hey, Joe, I got to talk to you about something. Uh, Steve Byrne broke my laptop. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And what? I was like, what? He's like, hey, he, he, we were in the, he was sleeping in the back of the van of the Sprinter, and he knocked it off, and it fell and broke. No. Are you serious? And I had to buy him a new laptop. No, you bought him. I had to buy him again because he was on my tour. Yeah, my tour manager, Jeff Johnson. No, no, no. So are you serious? I said, when well, this happened? Tell me. He goes, when did this happen? I just did. He goes, when did this happen? He well, goes, he goes uh, a year ago. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> my dreamy little sleeper. Jess's little, dreamy little sleeper Jess's knocked over bro- his broke, laptop. His broke his little laptop. Yeah. What the fuck kind of How shit funny laptop is that? Does he have? Terrible. He, ha- he, he must goes, have a Dell. Asus. He does like Excuse the, the A S U S S Asus, right? Those I've never bigger, even heard of that. Yes. It's basically a donkey <laughs> <laughs> with a keyboard attached. That's what it is. <laughs> he carries it in a garment bag. <laughs> like that's what he needs to carry this thing around. I've had uh, it, prior to this MacBook Air. Yep. I had a MacBook. I mean, this thing is banged up. It's taken some serious. The lifts. Air, the book. The the book okay the air is great too yeah. I, I've had a few nicks on this thing his computer must be the biggest piece of shit it fell and broke he went to open it and he goes yeah I, I turned it on and he goes look at the monitor and there's just a huge line down the middle like a big black bar down that cuts the thing right in half I said how long ago did this happened he goes yeah it happened about like you know eight months what did a year he ago me? but I go. So why don't you just get a new one? He goes, well, you know, it's still working. I said that's working. So he's been he was working out with a blacked out thing. Yeah. Oh my god. A Jeff. Uh, my apologies. He doesn't listen. He doesn't know how to turn this on. <laughs> he's he's got a walk. Put a black line right through the screen. <laughs> Here, um, but uh, Jeff, uh, I said it was, it was. I said turkey. So you wanted? I told him turkey. Um, dude, thank you for doing that, by the way. And no, no it's all right. It's on my dime because it was, you were on my tour, so I'm ultimately responsible for it. Honestly, thank you. That, you should tell no, me. I would have bought the laptop. I just told you, so I'll tell you how much it was, and you can pay me back. Okay, <laughs> it's not too late. No, I I I, yeah, I would should. pay for my so, own. How long could you buy this thing? I just remembered now. When was the last time Jeff was with us? Four months ago. Four months ago. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. All right. So, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's okay. It was a piece. Of, he's upgraded. But it's so funny. He's like, I'm gonna get the new laptop, and the thing he pulled out was you basically. Know he, you know what he probably it, did. It, I'm falling asleep, and he put it like right under my head. <laughs> like, Come on. What's Come on. on? He's jumping on the edge here? of the mattress. Yeah. We got some turbulence. He's shaking it around. Oh shit. He's putting his, he's putting his hands over the driver's eyes yeah. of the sprinter. Yeah. Oh man. That guy always has the whitest sneakers I've ever seen. Fresh. It's so just fresh. like why? You know, like when they're they're too white and they're too it's just like it's too he much. He throws them out. They get like stepped on. He throws them out. He does a bowling shirt and white sneaker combo Everywhere. like no other dad. I Everywhere. love him. I love him for that. Yeah. Oh. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't care. And he's just these chicken fingers. No matter where you are. Really? No matter where you're ordering, what you're oh, eating. Oh man. 
Eating like an yeah. eighth grader roller roller skating that, party. That's right. His famous order is calamari, no bodies. No bodies. Calamari, no bodies. <laughs> just the circles. Like a four-year-old yep. baby boy. Just a circle. I don't like the tentacles. He'll push him to the side. Like, you want these? He's like, if you want to share with him his calamari that he gets, he makes sure he, like, splits it like the dish, and he puts all the legs on one side, and he's like, do you want some? And he, like, gives you the leg side. And you go get a circle, he'll, like, turn it, and be like, no, you go. What a pig. My God. I like the tentacles. I'm not a Flatcher drums. That's the new one. Flats or drumsticks when you have wings. I always get flats. I'm a flats guy. I don't I know what flats, flats are. Flats like the flats are just the. Oh, is it fake chicken? It's like a no. Oh, it's like a the, tender. The it's not that little triangle thing that 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 only like Vietnamese eat. <laughs> you know, the, nobody eats those those flats, little. Flats is two bones. Two bones. Drumsticks one. Yeah, drumsticks one. Yeah, drumsticks. Two the little. It's not the wing though. It's the wing. Yeah. So they're called flats. Flats are the yeah the first yep. joint with Got that, it. and then there's the two bones. And then there's like that little, the penis, the, the, uh, yeah, the hung out, the little wingy thing. Uh, no, no right. one does this. You can't do anything here. This is nothing. You know this, what I'm talking about? This just holds feathers, though. Exactly. Right. Yeah, the feather holder. Right. This and is this the one's... part. This is where the tendons are. That's where you get in there. That's what. And I then like. upstairs, this is the drumstick. That's, that's what the drumstick, drumstick is. You blow my mind right now. On the wings. I didn't know that. Yeah, they call it the drums or the flats. The I didn't know that this was. A, I thought it was their leg, the drumstick. I did. I swear to God. Literally called wings. You can still get the. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they were the foots. I thought that was a thigh. I thought it was a ham hock. They have drumsticks, yes. I. But on the wing, they have that is. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, the drumstick. The drumstick. When I get, I get a drumstick and I pick it up and I eat it. The drumsticks, the, the leg. Ha- the drumsticks, the leg. When it comes to wings, yes, <laughs> they par- they can partition. They call that part of the wing the drum, the drumstick, and then the flat. No, see, I've never heard yeah. the word. I've never heard flat when it comes to chicken ever. First, well, you don't eat they, chicken. Wings. Well, they always have breasts. Yeah. Hello. Second, when you get a little drumstick, right? Okay, I'm here. I'm going to eat my drumstick. It's got the little thing. And you go. What part of the chi- what part of the chicken is that? Wait, what? You get the little drumstick piece. You like get a basket here. Don't. I don't want to spoil it yet. You get it right. You open it. You get a little drumstick, and you go that piece. Yeah. Where is that on the chicken? Show me. This isn't your chicken. This is your wings. This is your legs. Where the is that? drumstick. The drumstick. The actual drumstick. Yes. Is the leg. Is the ham hock. That's the that's the drumstick. And then yeah. the foot gets cut off, and they don't use that. Right. Okay. Unless you're Vietnamese. Show me now. See that on the left, is the drumstick. So that's what I'm eating. Yeah. That's the drumstick. <gasps> you guys are blowing that's my mind right now. You, and what that? No, What's nobody that? eats that. Nobody eats that. That's what holds the feathers. You are blowing my mind now. So it's basically a shoulder. It's a, it's a it's yeah. It's a drumstick. It's a arm. Yeah. Go and brush your shoulders off. I didn't know that that was it. You got to put that picture in for what everybody. What did you think now. it was? I thought it was his leg. I thought it was the ham hock. When you're eating wings, yes. as Jiggy pointed out, when you're eating wings, you thought you were eating the leg. For me, those aren't called chicken wings. Oh, what are they, they called? They call wings. You get pieces. You, ch- you get chicken. I ordered the chicken. What'd you what get? I think the buffalo drumstick. wild legs. Okay. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> wings, dude. Right. Best joke you've made. <laughs> oh, Ever. best joke I made. Maybe I'll be in one clip. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through fifty-two clips. Fifty-two clips. I'm not in one of them. I just go, uh huh, uh huh, and then I laugh. And that's every fucking clip. That's, Maybe I'll be in one. That's by design. Oh my god. Um. You you don't have a clip. You have to have one. I think I have one clip, and it was it was. Uh, oh, I went through them all because I was I was like watching them. I was like, hold on, am I ever in these? <laughs> and then I went through, and I think it was like one. I was on a road trip in Nashville with my college roommate. You used that clip. Other than that, it's everything. Oh, it's me. Every clip starts off with, "Did I ever tell you about the time?" <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and then it flash forwards, and I'm just bowling over over here, going like he this. He makes laughing. the clips. He's yelling him. Oh, I know. <laughs> do you get? Do you get? Do you get? Yeah, do you I get, hired I'll him four that. episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> do you get? Do you get notes on where to clip it from? Though? No, I make the notes. Yeah, he makes them. But Apparently but but yeah, I'm I'm sending it to him, so yeah. I want to make sure they get approved. <laughs> so I oh. have to do more work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm just letting you know my workload. No more clips for me ever. All the clips are gonna be. A super I don't want them either. <laughs> I just want stills though. Stills and music. <laughs> just depressing. Music. I wanted to start off with two horses running through a field, then a still of us, music, then another still of two dolphins up, like that's a sea be, world. That's gonna be the one for this. And then another still of us, and then a link. A link. I don't want any clips of me ever doing anything humorous as a professional comedian for 25 years. I don't want it. I don't need it, and is I'm not asking how, for are it. Are you quitting the podcast? Is this what it is? It's officially my last day. Okay. Yep. Well, it was good to have you, pal. Yep. Thank you. We made it strong for how many episodes? Almost 60. We almost got to. Almost 60. Yep. Uh, I can't work with anybody who thinks that a wing is a leg. Riddle me this, fat man. <laughs> if you, uh, when you're eating, <laughs> now this is why I make the jump. <laughs> Here's a clip. There's a clip. It's all jokes. That was it. Yep. Um, if you're eating a turkey, a turkey dinner, yeah, and you go and take off the drumstick, the actual drumstick, right? The leg. That's not their. That's their leg. Okay, so that's where the disconnect was for me. I always thought that was their leg. So nobody eats a chicken's drumstick? No, you can't have a chicken's drumstick. That's just not a wing. That's the thigh. But yeah. it's fatter? I'm very confused. This is why I'm vegetarian. It's just very confusing. When's the last time you had a wing and a leg? When's the, yeah, you never did the KFC bucket when you were a kid? I always did, yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. yeah. Yeah, even more than when I was a kid. I was in college, yeah. So you knew Buffalo Wild when you so had the, the drumstick, you're like, oh, this is the leg. Then when you had the wing, were you like, no, this is, did they get run over? When it came, well, that's very, see, you're really blowing my mind a lot. I'm doing a lot of growth in this episode. I didn't didn't realize that that was. the worst episode of Taste Buds. I didn't realize. (laughs) Asparagus, Sal, is not a good vegetable deep fried. Are we meant to believe that they never agree on the same food? Uh, as as a viewer, are we supposed no. to believe that they, they they're always at odds of forever for th- hundreds of episodes? Way, when is the last time uh, I've eaten with both of them, and they've we've shared dishes? Derosa has never eaten a vegetable in his no, life, so true. he would never know. I've, we've got to go to his shop. I said I was going to go get a sandwich. At his it, place. It, by the way, Joy Roses is fantastic. As well, much as I'd love to dump on him, yeah, and the fact that he's never done a push-up in his life. He, <laughs> if he was a pirate, there's no way. For the parrot to land, um, but he has. I'm not joking. One, I don't know if they have a veggie sandwich though. They have to. They, they have, have to. Yeah. Where is it? They're fantastic. Gotta go. They're downtown. We gotta go downtown. Yeah. Lower sign. We're gonna go. I should go and just. Is he always there? No, he's never there. Uh, he's sometimes there. Sometimes, yeah. I think during the weekdays he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've done some growth in this episode. I'm very excited about. Anything myself. else I can clarify? No, that's probably all the knowledge you have that you I really think you know, that. I really. I swear to God, I, it never clicked for me that that was part of the wing. I always thought it was their leg. <laughs> I always thought it was their leg. Little chickens with little legs. No, wait, that those be really little legs. That was stupid. I was very dumb. This is a very dumb moment. Can I get a batch of DeVito legs, please? Because Danny DeVito that made legs, me please? think that all chickens were this tall. I know, dude. That's crazy. That is nothing. But then all the other pieces, you didn't put that together? I didn't know. Like the drumstick with the flat? What did you think that was? I never thought the whole thing together. I thought it was just you that the was the wing. Was his foot or something so, like, like when that? you got KFC, I thought the wing you would eat the wing, and then the drumstick I thought would be the leg of the chicken. 
Which is still true, though. That is true. Okay. That is That's right, yeah. So, but when you order wings, the mini drumstick, let's call it, is part of the wing. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Wow. So you don't call those drumsticks? No. Wait, no, no. The leg one is a drumstick. Right. You don't get those in the, wings. In the wings, right. You never... No, you can have fried chicken that has drumsticks, and that's yes. an easy confusion. That's the leg. Fried chicken drumstick, drumstick is a leg. Is a leg, and sometimes you can have fried chicken with wings and drumsticks. Yes, I've had that. And that is the only marriage of the two. Got it. <laughs> Otherwise, you're specifically in one of the two arenas. You're either below the belt or above. Now right. get this: a mashed potato. <laughs> you're saying I don't know about potato potatoes. Please come on. Or you can get French fries, or you can get tater tots, or curly fries. Or baked potato. Where do pineapples grow? So, excuse me? Where do pineapples grow? In Hawaii. Well done. <laughs> well done. It's <laughs> the only acceptable answer. Thank you. Anything else, Joseph, that I can help you with on my last episode? <laughs> I'm going to miss you. What do I do? Do I go on by myself or do I get somebody else? No, this Tiff lasts one episode and then I'm back. The big reunion is next episode. <laughs> <laughs> we come back for the reunion episode? That's yeah. great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we'll 2. make sure. 2.0, cool moms. Come on. That's very good. Two point, we'll put a point oh. 2.0, cool moms. Yeah. 2.0, cool moms is a great name. That could be the merch. We still have to make that t-shirt we talked about. We haven't done it yet. Yeah. Stupid. We'll never do it. All right. Well, let's get into helping people because that's all we do. Do we even help people, though, at the, at the end of the day? Do you think we even? Yeah, I think we might. We do. I think so. Because you always hear about it. Yeah, you do. You People do. do write back saying, hey, thanks a lot. Whisper word in the streets. Is... There was somebody who did write, and I did want to address this. It's somebody that said, um, and it was a, it was like a dog adoption mm -hmm. um, account saying, uh, didn't know you guys didn't uh, support uh, pit bulls. Very disappointed. And uh, that's completely not the case. Yeah, it's not the case Absolutely not. No. I think I was just making a joke about... Um, I have a pit bull. Stereotyping pit bulls or whatever. But, yes. But by no means would I ever say don't adopt. No. Yeah. No, not at all. That's That couldn't be further than the truth. Pit bulls are a wonderful breed. Yeah. Um, you know, old dogs need to be handled with care. It could be anything. You know, I've been bitten by an angry chihuahua. You don't see me up here yelling about Chico. Chico was the chihuahua's name. Yeah. Yes. Don't look at me like that. That was legitimately the chihuahua's name that bit me. It was Chico. You don't remember this, but Chico's actually a cat. Guys, he has no <laughs> idea what he's talking about today. Okay. Um, just want to clarify that. He was the that. angriest chicken I ever met. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming to us from... Okay, well, here we go. Uh, coming to us from Eric, and I thought you would be very educated in this space. Um, so, my wife was almost killed by a rabid golden retriever when she was like seven. So, I guess you can punch me in the face next time you pass through Fort Wayne. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, because I said a golden retriever in that same episode. That golden retrievers are like the in kindest. The same, would not, nothing would ever happen. It was the same ep, I think, that we talked about golden retrievers and pit bulls. And we said you never hear about a golden retriever biting anybody or anything like that. They're normally saving people. Yeah. So we're really catching a lot of heat for this last episode that we talked about. <laughs> I mean, you get in the pit bull hatred. This is about the golden retriever. I mean, we're clearly not, we're wrong. We're also just two comedians. So if you're looking at us for yeah, anything I mean, more than entertainment, I mean, you're in the wrong space. And, uh, uh, moments ago, I thought a chicken leg was a chicken wing. So far from a veterinarian. <laughs> I mean, so far. Um, okay. Coming to us from Garrett. Uh, Garrett recently wed, it looks like. Um, with the blushing bride. Hey, mommy's been a fan of the show since day one. Wife and I are due in June for the birth of our first child, a girl. Any advice for a new father? Thank you so much. I hope it's June 5th. That's my birthday. 
Then we would ah. share birthdays. Any advice for the new parents? I would say for the dad, I always tell this, and it's whenever it's the the dad writing in, I always say this about them about how important it is to be a support system for the first year, two years of the mom because the mom is really going through. Like that baby doesn't need you. I hate to say that, but it really doesn't need you much. You know, the mom's feeding it. The mom is you know literally yeah. feeding it, giving it the life. You know, um, bonded with the mom in a different type of way. You're there really as a support system. You could help with the baby and the child for sure. But for me, it's really that, and, and I think honestly, this is one of the biggest missteps I had with my children was I wasn't there physically or enough to, to be a support system. And I see that whenever you, whenever any advice I can give, it is just to help as much as you can to help the mom be a mom. Yeah. So they have enough mental, because they're going through so much mentally, physically, hormones, all that stuff, their bodies being adjusting and sure. stuff. So as much as you could healing. do that. Healing. Yes, healing. Yeah. As much as you could do. I mean, the whole vaginal situation is doing a whole full reboot. 2.0 and, <laughs> and uh so you really have to you know do what you can to help i always say the joke i always make is wash the bottles because bessie lost her shit on me once because the bottles were like i didn't wash the bottles or something yeah. she's like you can't even wash the fucking bottles and i was like you're right i could wash the bottles so yeah i think that's very sound advice because like you said she's the mother uh, is that what you're supposed to say these days? Or the pregnant individual? Post-pregnant individual? I don't even know what the you're pit, supposed to the say pitbull, The pitbull. The pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Mom. <laughs> pitbull bit me. <laughs> Straight from the 305. <laughs> that would be a great headline. Pitbull attacks African-American. But it was like beef between Pitbull and... Um, well, yeah, I, I think when the 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 mom, God bless him, all the chemical, all the hormones, everything, all you have to do is just yes, yes, dear, yes, dear, just do what you can to be supportive, absolutely. And um, again, like being privy with my wife, not not make. I, I mean, sleep is such a huge, huge part of it, and we were gifted that as a gift from one of our good friends, and it made a huge difference for her. Well, being because then she's happy, and now it's like, oh, now I now I can kind of yep. sleep a bit too. So because then everybody can enjoy the experience of parenthood too, because the moms will be behind the eight ball. If they're not getting sleep, and the baby's not getting sleep, yeah, it's an impossible situation. You know, horrible, yeah. horrible. And look, the baby's just gonna be cranky. Yeah, if it's not getting sleep and all hours crying, every, yeah. it's just it is a nightmare. And uh, the first two and a half months with my daughter, yeah, it was brutal. And then the three-month mark, we got the training and everything, and it, and it worked out. And then same thing with my son. What, he took to it really quickly because I think he gets the superpower from me. Yeah, yeah, sleep. super sleep. It's genetic. Yeah, I love sleep. He's out there just breaking laptops. <laughs> <laughs> smashing laptops all over town. <laughs> In his sleep. Sleepwalking, just smashing them. Yeah, I, but be uh, supportive. Yeah, and, um, you know, it's not a bad idea, too. Once she feels comfortable... Uh, saying, okay, you know, whether the mother-in-law or the father-in-law, the, the parents come in to support and uh, taking her out for a night out. That first night out for her is going to mean so much more to yeah. her. Find her favorite restaurant, take her out, let her get a glass of wine, and treat her treat her like yep. like a queen. That, yeah, that, that's sure. a huge, huge thing. I remember that. That's nice. I, yeah. think, I think what's really important, too, is to remember that nobody knows what they're doing because you'll get... I mean, you get so much advice from people and whatnot, and everybody's yeah. a different type of parent, and no kid's the same, and that couldn't be more true. There's no really, I mean, 
you know, it's a broad statement, but there's no right way to do it. Like you just really have to figure it out with your partner about sure. how you're going to do it, do it all. So you can't be afraid. Like it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be smooth. So as long as you accept that yeah. and do it as best you can, then that's what you're going to deal with. So just try to be in it together, I guess. Yeah. And if you were there at the hospital, it's like you saw it. Be supportive. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I mean, that's that is uh, so, such a, a hell of an experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And just keep your eyes above. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Look up. Okay, good luck to you, Garrett, and your lovely wife. Good luck, okay. Garrett. This is coming to us from Autumn. Hey, guys, saw you when you came to Dayton. You were both so hilarious. I'd ah. like advice on how to move to New York City with a German Shepherd. Now, I've been doing stand-up improv for a while, and I enjoy it, so I think I would like to try it in a bigger pond. I've always hated my town anyway and wanted to move to a big city. Only problem is I have a 70-pound loud German Shepherd, and I'm so broke I wouldn't... What, what's going how on? the fuck would I know? I... <laughs> There's a I lot lied. of details here. Yeah. But she she doesn't want to leave her dog behind. Don't leave your dog behind. A, first of all, don't leave your dog behind. Okay? Don't leave your dog. Would you have a dog in the city? I had a dog in the city. I had but two a dogs. German Shepherd? Not German a Shepherd. That's a big dog. dog. I mean, people exist with big dogs in the city all the time, too, though. Yeah. I mean, you just have to find the spot. Yeah. Um, it can be done. It's possible. It 100% can be done. You see big dogs around the city all the time. It's, uh, I mean, you can't just leave your dog. I mean, people who think of... People who think that is an option, I, I honestly don't think should be dog owners. Unless it is an emergency, then it happens. Like, let's say, you know, something happens with a loved one, your family, you have to move in with them. They can't, the, the dog can't be in the house, they can't, whatever, or something like that. Like, but if it's an option for you to be like, oh, I'll just get rid of my dog and move, like, that's, you shouldn't have a dog. Like, the dog is reliant on you. It shouldn't end up yeah. in a shelter. I mean, just because you want to try the big city out. And I don't think that's what they're saying. So I want to make sure I, I get unclear on that point. I think they're doing the right thing, trying to find a way to move with their dog. Um, I will say it's possible. You, first of all, you have to just like search pet-friendly places. And in Manhattan, in the city itself, it's a little bit harder. But once you get out to like Brooklyn, right? Like when you get out to like Brooklyn area and Queens and mm -hmm. you know the outskirts, they're yeah. more neighborhoody than anything. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about living in New York City with a dog is that you got to walk the dog constantly, and the dog's got to find a place to lift its wing and pee. <laughs> so you're waiting on that one. You're waiting on that one. You are. I saw you. You weren't listening to what I was saying. I knew there was something coming. I saw the wheels turn in the processing, and here it comes. And that's what we came out with. All right. Okay, you didn't like what it. What I'm saying about like the chicken leg is not, it's not that big of a leap. Oh, it's just a bunch okay. of short chickens running around. Okay, here's one from Carly. Here's my problem. I need help with what do you do when you're hopelessly in love with a celebrity? Well, you either end up with a restraining order. Yeah, you get a restraining order. Or you order. understand that they probably will have nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> because the talent pool of ass is so vast and deep for these celebrities. <laughs> that they don't want an average bumpkin. Leo, got, Leo's rolling around doing his thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's got 100 followers on. No. So, No. <laughs> Give it up. Yeah, I would say yeah, give it up. Fuck a mailman. Those are pipe dreams. Yeah, go go for something attainable like a mailman. They yeah. run around. They're go to laying. Best Buy. Get laid there. Yeah, Home Depot is another good spot. Yeah, find some stuff there. Um, yeah, I would say those are pipe dreams, and you're uh, you need to have a dose of reality. 
Become That's a police officer in Kentucky, like that one girl who banged the whole department. Uh, <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> Fried chicken. <laughs> okay. Speaking about legs, uh, the uh, I will say about about Carly's thing here too is like the thing that you're falling in love with is the feeling that a celebrity gives you, which isn't the truth, right? So find someone in real life that makes you smile like a celebrity does, or laugh, or makes you feel good the way a celebrity does. That's someone human and in your pool. That's such a great point, but also too, sometimes the the best version of that individual is that hour on stage yep. or the half hour on TV. Otherwise, yeah. you really don't know anything, anything about, about that person. And, and a lot of times people come up and say, they're nothing like that. I, I, I just watched this documentary, documentary about David Bowie. And David Bowie was talking about, you know, going around with his friends, all these rock icons. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I know that whatever they do on stage, it's all bullshit. It doesn't matter. It's not real. It's like yeah. the, the 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 23 hours of the other, but that's the real person. He's like, I, I gravitate to the people that that I like that are offstage that are just, you know, yep. themselves. But that's the best version of that. Yeah, the persona you're falling in love with, yeah. Hmm. I agree. I, I agree. I mean, you, you're it's it's not a real person. Your best version is the 23 hours offstage. 100%. 100%. The hour on stage for you is like, oh, God. And yours is the two hour and 15 minutes because you only do 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. You are angry today, Steve. No, I'm not. I love you. Sometimes. It's our last episode. That's it. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to got, it got ugly here. We have to split our belongings. So who gets the plan? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. This is coming to us from Lord Robert. Now, we had an episode before we were discussing um, iconic homes in film. Yes, of course. Yes, we talked about the Home Alone house, the Ghostbusters firehouse. Right? Yes. He brought up the um, Amityville Horror House that is on Long Island, I believe. It is in Amityville, is Long and Island. And it's still there. Um, yeah, I oh, I guess because it's about the house. Yeah, but I mean, if I showed somebody a picture of the Amityville Horror House, I, I think that's iconic—the window frame, the window frame with the bees. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah, big that one. Is. You're right. You're right. That's a big one. We skipped that one. That's it's, as iconic it, as the Psycho. No, you don't think so? The motel is definitely more iconic. But the house on the hill—I mean, look—that's Universal Studios. I get it. They had that. There if for you so put the long. two of them next to each other and you showed them to strangers, I think you get a higher. I think percentage. anybody over the age of thirty-five would know the Amityville Horror House. Really. But people 35 and under, I don't think people know. That was a huge movie in the late 70s. Which is so weird because the Psycho is Psycho's an older movie. Way older, yeah. But um, Redone, though. So I guess not. I guess the Bates one is the the, uh, the the remake is probably better. Didn't Vince Vaughn do a Psycho He one? did the remake, yeah. The remake. Shot for shot. They did it shot for shot. Yeah. So Gus Van Sant. Gus Van Sant did it, right. Yeah. That's right. So that... That remake probably came out after the Amityville Horror original because there was only one Amityville Horror. I don't think they redid that. Well, they remade it recently. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. did. It was called House on the Hill. You know who I think no, it was? I think it was Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. It was actually good. Yeah. Is in it. Same story. Same story. Same story, yeah. The home is still haunted, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I, well, who's going to move in there, though? Somebody lives there. That's so dumb. Right? You're going to do that. Why would you do that? But, yeah. Ugh. If you found out your house is haunted right now, yeah, and you went to sell it, would you tell people it was haunted? No. <laughs> Surprise. You know, I was I was on the market for a home recently. Yeah, I was looking for a home, and we're at the open house, mm -hmm. and we hear a woman say uh, they're going to put an offer in. So we put an offer in too, 
and the woman's who says oh she's like yeah and i just want you guys to sign a uh and an agreement that uh that confirms this house isn't haunted what that's what she said to the people that own there and i was like why would you even be asking that and she's like oh because the previous owner died here and we didn't know that <laughs> so the previous owner that's died in the house and someone was asking for like proof that they didn't, hadn't seen any asked for like a, a signature that the house wasn't haunted you think there'd be better ways to communicate <laughs> that by the way uh from a sales perspective yeah yeah. My God, that is crazy. Look, every hotel you're in, for sure, somebody's there, somebody's there dead in every multiple. building you walked in. Every building you've walked in, someone's died in. A hundred percent. And by the way, um, over the course of all the years of doing stand up, all of us, oh, for sure, one of us, uh, multiple times, I I must have been in rooms where people have died in their sleep, for absolutely sure. in hotels. For sure, that's weird. Yeah, and normally, I mean, in your your. The, the comedy clubs you play, you kill, so everyone dies in there that night. No, my career dies on stage <laughs> at least once. Well, last night at the stand, yeah. There you go. Um, uh, any other iconic homes? Because I know we went Christmas Story, Home Alone. No, I think we, yeah, the, that was the Amityville's in one I Goonies. We, said, we talked about Goonies, but we said that yeah. Goonies is more about the pirate ship. Goonies is about the adventure, you know. Home Alone. Home Alone we talked about. That was the most yeah. famous one. Yeah, okay. I don't think Amityville is. That's a good call, though. We missed we missed that. Thanks for keeping us honest. Thank you, Lord Gustavo. This What's is coming us from uh, Lord 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 Robert, I believe. Uh, this is coming us from Billy. Okay. Howdy. This is Zach's brother, Billy. Just want to say hi and see you soon. That's it. Oh. And you know Zach. I know Zach. I don't know if it's that Zach. Is it? Is it Billy? No idea. No, it just as Billy. Hi, Billy. It's Billy. It's Zach's brother. Yeah. Uh, tell Zach we said hey. <laughs> Hope Zach's doing well. Yeah. Long time since we talked to Zach. And Billy, I've always thought of it the other way. I've always thought of Zach, Zach, is, Zach is Billy's brother. brother. Yeah. For sure. So don't you ever sell yourself, put yourself in that situation. You don't sell yourself short. You're way better, buddy. You got real chicken legs. You're not short chicken legs. <laughs> Billy. Billy nope. and Zach. Those yeah. are the names your parents decided on. Is Zach short is Zach short for Zachary, right? And Best Bill is William. Zachary and William. I always loved Barb and Star go to oh, yes. whatever and they're like, What's your name? She's like <laughs> Barb, like as in Barbara? He's like, no, just Barb. Barb. What's your name? Starbra. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so such a dumb name. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, yeah I love it. Oh my god, that movie is Christy so crazy. Yeah. People either love it or hate it. Yeah, to if you rewatch I it, you end it. up loving it. If you re if you rewatch too, like if you liked it and were on the fence, yeah. if you rewatch it, it's so good. The first time I watched it, I was like, I know this is gonna be stupid, like yeah. incredibly ridiculous, yeah. and I loved it. I love them together and uh i wish she would do more like her yeah. and uh, that that woman i forget her name but she's a I, I guess a really she was a talented writer on snl that's how they that's how they met met or whatever yeah, yeah. but yeah. she is so funny they were uh, great i love that movie that's probably one of the last good comedies i've seen you sure no i mean there's been other good comedies that i've seen since then i can't name them but there has i mean that was a long while ago that was like came out during like pandemic as, as we're coming out of yeah. pandemic that, that came out. When did it come out? 21. What's the one with the kids? The uh, bad, bad, poor. Bad. Good boys. Good boys. I haven't seen that. Hysterical. Really? Yeah. One of the one of the best. <clears throat> laugh out loud the whole way through. Really? Yeah. Good boys. I wonder why it didn't. Did it? Did it do well? I think it was a COVID release, possibly. It yeah, it's, it's it went well. Yeah, it was hysterical. Oh, well, this goes into our next question. Red Rising. What are your favorite shows, movies you see in the past couple years, or of all time? Is there any art that changed the way you look at life? Oh, the second part is way more interesting to me. 
Okay. What was the any second question? Any art that changed the way you look at life. Oh, for sure. I mean, you've had to see, I don't even mean this, it's going to sound like a joke, but you, you've had to see some documentaries that changed your perspective on things. Like me, when I went vegan, it was because of a documentary. You know, I just rented three documentaries that okay. I haven't seen yet. They're all about um, lifestyle changes via the food you eat and everything you're intaking after I just had four slices <laughs> of pizza. Um, yeah, I would say that Game Changers, the documentary Game Changers that mm -hmm. I saw was phenomenal and made me go vegan for a minute. Um, I thought that was really well done. Is there a piece of art that? <laughs> that yes, there is. What, what was it? What, what happened? Yeah, it was it was the water lilies by Monet. Yeah, I sat in the Chicago. Uh, Not museum. a reprint, the actual. Actual, yeah, it yep. was awesome. I I sat there and watched it, and I sat there and looked at it for like it was like in two thousand two before I decided what I was doing with my life. It was before I moved to L A. And I was like, I knew I didn't want. To, I wasn't happy with what I was doing, and I just sat there and I watched it, and I looked at it rather, and I sat there for like hours. And I real—I didn't even realize. I like looked. At, I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta get the hell out of here," because I was in Chicago by myself. And what are you thinking trip. when you're looking at this? I don't know what I was thinking. It was more like I got lost in it. But then I think when I saw it, the couple things I walked away from it was like, "Wow, I want to make something that makes the world that impresses the world like that, like mm -hmm. that makes somebody sit down and not even art, like not even or even not even like comedy, or whatever, but just to have an impact." I always had this saying that all the time it was, uh, "Some die nameless." Yeah, and I always just wonder what's what's my legacy going to be, and I always thought about that for a long time in my life, actually coming up. And me and Murray used to talk about it all the time, and uh, I, I think maybe that was just tuned into that. I was like, hmm, this is pretty interesting, and I feel like art evokes that emotion too. Even when I see like a, I see a good piece of like a good movie or you mm -hmm. know something that makes me laugh, I'm like that's something to be proud of, right? Like you know that's something that's really funny. Because even with like Joker's, what we did with Joker's, phenomenal, you know, footprint in the history of comedy, affected sure. people growing up, has become a family thing. It's this machine that's undeniable, and I was part of that, and I'm very happy about that. But, like, when I did that, it was, like, my intention wasn't to do that mm -hmm. with the show. It was like, I just wanted to do something funny, and it became that. Sure. So once I saw the potential in it, I was like, wow, this is really something here. We should really give it the love and tenderness it needs, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's like that. So I feel like that, and then it's funny to hear from people. They're like, oh, you're the reason I got into comedy. I meet people at the shows, meet and greets, and they're like, oh, you're the reason why I'm in stand-up now. I'm trying stand-up. And I'm like, oh, I was like, that's interesting, because I was never, you know, going to do that. I just ended sure. up being that way. So, I, yeah, there's been definitely, I definitely get influenced by stuff I see, or music, I think, for sure. You more than me, probably, but you you definitely, music really <sighs> inspires music, you, yeah. right? Love music, love, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, here, I'll bring this up, and this is, uh, it, it's not too long. It's a new song? No, no, no. It's, uh, <clears throat> have you ever, so my uncle, my uncle Don had sent this to me. Um, when I was, uh, I think I was graduating, I think I was, in, I was graduating college and Rudyard Kipling had written this poem called if, have you ever heard it? Yes. Uh, and I just think, boy, this is, this is like sums up life so well. It, it's such a great poem. It's, it's not long, but, uh, um, let me make sure it's okay. This is it. Okay. So, uh, I'll just read this real quick. Okay. Um, but Rudyard Kipling, uh, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies or being hated, don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. 
If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools, if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart, nerve, and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you but none too much, if you can fill, this is uh, this is the line that always got me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. I was like, oh my uh, god, wow, isn't that great? I, and and I think about my uncle Don, who so he gave that to you. He he, he gave me a printed version of. It. I still have it in my office, but. He gave it to me when I was in college, and it's just like, what a great declaration to give, like, a young man as they're starting their way into life. And I always um, I, I want to present this to my kids at, at the right time and just let them know it, it's just such a great read on how to keep perspective in life. And it's, I, I think it's just about balance, right? Yeah. Not taking the highs or lows For too sure. serious, just kind of keeping the common ground and giving it your all. It's such a great, great poem. And, and I... You know, I sit in my office and I have it up in my office and I read it. I, I, I try to read it at least once every two or three weeks. So it's it's great. It's great. So that's a piece of art that came into my life at an uh, at the right time, I think. And it was uh, very integral where I go back every now and then go back and read it. That's going to be really cool when you give that to Kent. That's going to be a really cool moment. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. You hope he he's at the age where... You know, you, you do it at the right time. Well, you could try again if it doesn't take <laughs> If he makes a fart noise and runs out of the room, then you're like, too soon. <laughs> yeah, it's like, not a, enough of this. Let's go to a drag brunch. <laughs> I know you're going to edit that out. Okay. I'm not. Who am I to censor you? Who am I to censor you? Um, I wanted to know from, I don't even know how to say this. I'm Jake. I'm not going to read the last name. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm Jake. Uh, I want to know if I quit my job. This is worded weird, right? But I want to know if I quit my job. I have been unhappy for almost a year. So should I quit my job? Yeah. I mean, you you gave yourself a year to be unhappy. I would say, yeah, get out. Absolutely, yeah. Get out. And don't fill out a resume because you can't spell like half a sentence. So So please, whatever it is, better be with a forklift with your hands. (laughs) (laughs) You can't write. There you go. Uh, Good luck to you. (laughs) Yeah. But if you're unhappy, I mean, life is too Too short. short. Spent a year. You've already spent, you've already given six months too long. Yeah, that's tough. You're miserable. Yeah, Yeah, you don't want to be that. Good luck to you, though. I am Jake. And uh, that's it. You want to do it? Is that it? Okay. That's it. Yeah, we're done. That's right. We got, that was all of them. And there we go. We've uh, done it. You know what? I, I, I did want to quit. Are you going to stay? Maybe 20 minutes in, and then I just thought, I, I'm starting to have a lot more fun. And, you know, I'll take accountability. I think it's my fault. Joe, <laughs> if you would be so kind, would you have this mom back well, on your podcast? As Rudyard Kipling once said, <laughs> if, my friend. Ooh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, thank you, buddy. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. These two cool mommies love you, so show us some love. Please rate us, review us, follow us on all social media, and subscribe to our YouTube.